The guest we're having today is a girl we met right before Christmas. It all began with a friend's mom. In that season of gifting, she commented ruefully on how we were ungrateful for living such a privileged life. Then she showed us the story of this girl. This girl is our age, lives in our town, goes to school daily as we do, but the home she goes back to is a shelter. We contacted the girl, hoping to know more about her life. So here comes this episode. To protect her privacy, we will hide her real name and silence many others appearing in the conversation. For these reasons, allow us to borrow the name of Athena. Athena was originally from Detroit, and she now lives in Ann Arbor with her dad and brother. Um, Ann Arbor is is good. Um, is way better than Detroit. I'll say for, for like schooling, but. I just like going downtown with like U of M and like different restaurants and my school, of course. And like, I see different things, you know, try different things. So I like Ann Arbor. Um, when I was in sixth grade, I was in Belleville schools for half of my sixth grade year. Then I left to went to Detroit. I was living with my mom and then I came to stay with my dad. Um, my neighborhood that I lived in, it was a good neighborhood. Um, I stayed, well, I stayed around a lot of kids. So, like, my neighborhood was, like, full of kids. And I was closer to my school. So, I did face some difficulties, you know, with school sometimes and stuff at home. But I wouldn't say it was, like, difficult for me. So, um, yeah, I do miss my friends. Because, like, I grew up with them. It was, like, the same school and stuff. So, um, Detroit school, like, there's some schools that can be, like, on bad, on, like, the bad side and, you know, not really good, but, um, like, most of the schools, the schools that I went to, like, that school, it was good, but it was just too many kids in one classroom, so, like, it was hard to teach everybody at one time, mm-hmm. so, some, like, our school test scores, like, be good, like, bad most sometimes, like, it wouldn't be, like, up to date, like, some schools are, so, so yeah. There's some diversifying in our too, because it's basically... It's more diverse. 90%, 95% black, 99% black, and shorts. But the staff was good. But it was, yeah. It was like family. School was, it was just teachers. Yeah, it was, like, it was like family when you go to like school. Oh. Yeah. I like the diversity so I can do different things. So I just don't stick to having doing like one thing. So I could just see more things. When I was younger, my dad used to take us here. We used to just ride around in like Ann Arbor, like look at the campus and stuff. Yeah. But now I go here. So when I was in sixth grade, and my dad used to tell me about all the different like how Ann Arbor schools are. So I was like, oh, I want to go. So I made the decision. I want to live, start living with my dad. So because my dad, I usually you know I grew up in Detroit for like most of my whole life, and I wanted to see different things. So we came here. My dad will. I moved with my dad, and I start like going to Ann Arbor schools. Then I came back and then I went to college. so um, I was just used to how schooling is in Detroit. You know, I was like a lot of kids in the classroom. You just really do what you wanted to do, like kind of, I'll say. So it was a habit that I had to break up. In order to come to Ann Arbor for school, she started living with her dad in shelters around the Detroit area. It was the first time Athena lived in a shelter. And although she now has a place to stay, she encountered difficulties she never experienced before. It wasn't as bad, it was like a lot of people, you know, like you're not used to like having like a lot of people near you, like to used to like being just like family, like in a house. So 
it was kind of weird to like not be able to do what you want to do in your own house. It was like with other people and stuff. After a while, you know, you get really used to it. So, in other like some other places around. It was difficult because like I would be going like place to place and we have to like unpack and then pack and then um, keep have to keep doing that. So you'll think you're in one place for a good minute and then the next minute you're somewhere else. So yeah. Once a shelter they stayed in was burned down in a fire. Not only did they lose a place to stay, they also lost their belongings. Got to this place because of fire, and then we had one of those. We had got to the point we had a squat. I say, Delon Alpha House helped us so about six months. Six months to a year, I say. Yeah, six months to a year. For six months after the fire, they squatted. Displacement and squatting was so far away from our life, only being things we saw on TV or read in newspapers. We regret not asking for more detail about their situation. Did they have electricity and water? Was it warm enough during the winter? But even that wasn't the biggest difficulty they had to face. In 2020, COVID came and Ann Arbor School turned to virtual. People around us always talked about how COVID impacted them and complained about virtual learning. But for Athena's family, COVID meant the loss of job and income. Through the fire, we through the uh, fire, we lost everything. And yeah. I had a car accident, so I wasn't able to walk. So through that, we knocked on the wall, knocked on the pad, built in. So as soon as I was getting to walk, COVID happened. So the pandemic happened. So that no job, we just fell, we just fell in hope. Yeah. So since the transition come back up, we're currently working. Fire, car accident, and COVID. Life never seemed easy for Athena and her dad. But after years of turmoil, good news finally arrived. After moving to Ann Arbor, they were able to start a brand new life. Before we was at the Days Inn Hotel by our school, and my dad, well, Salvation Army helped us get in here until we can get a place. So we got here, and now we're just here waiting. Um, I work, I go to school, and my life is pretty good, you know, just, I just be working and going to school and I stay, like, consistent with, like, trying to get, like, a new house and help my dad out a lot and my brother, so, my life right now, I would say it's, it's okay. Yeah. Although Athena loves Ann Arbor, living in the shelter isn't an optimal solution. The family is trying hard to stay on their feet, and the pandemic brought many challenges to her father. I mean, it's all right, you got rules go by, but you're working, you're trying to work every hour you can, yeah. make sure they go to school, you can't, I can't go to work and leave them here, so it's juggling, I'm trying to work the same way, not spend no money, for every dollar I make, I gotta act like I only made 25 cents, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just that, make sure they have it, they deserve, they deserve better. So we, it's no fault of their own, but we battle together and we, we become stronger as a, as a unit. Battle together and stay strong together as a unit. We were incredibly touched by her father's moving words. Although we, admittedly, have very limited abilities and resources to help them, we still asked about their immediate needs and plans in the near future. This is what she said. 
Um, we're oh, waiting for oh, uh, like a, a home, like so we could get put in placed in a home. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, just want to get out of like get just get out of here so we could be able to do stuff and go travel. Cause as of right now, we really can't travel as much because we have to see like people for our house. We have to look for houses just to make sure. So mm-hmm. as of right now, yeah, I feel like having a normal life when I do this. Going through so much, Athena hasn't shared her personal life with many people. I mean, I just don't like, you know, like tell everybody because, yeah. Not, really, not a lot of people ask or like they really don't know because I really don't like tell like, you know, like a lot of people like my personal problems, you know. Yeah. So like not a lot of like the teachers know my like at our school and like other people, like, but like some of my friends know, but like not everybody not many people around Athena know about her personal life, but people who know are always willing to help. Athena and her family are very grateful for their kindness. To protect her privacy, we muted the names of the school, the principal, and everybody else who extended a helping hand. But if any of them have a chance to hear the following words, they would know that even if their kindness didn't change the whole world, it would change the world of Athena. Like social workers and some more stuff like counselor support and when we need when we need like little stuff like food and like like just toilet chairs we always can call them and it, like always seem to like help try to help us out and things like that. Yeah. And they make sure that they make sure, just question not being not not for malicious reasons, but they question make sure their well being was like were they eat, were they healthy, were they, they yeah. anything them yeah. and other students, so that's making an hour here on special. The social workers at the school, uh, the vice principal, they would make sure they had social workers come. They actually cared about the teachers, that individual teachers would call during the COVID to check on the kids and make sure see how they were doing. I don't know, it's, it's, it's something special. Yeah, I, yeah, they're really, really supportive. Among all the people who helped the family, the school principal played one of the largest roles. She wanted to actually do a, uh, she wanted a to do a Black History Report on Mr. Because yeah. of his influence, he, he truly is a pillar of the community. I mean, he's a he'd been a student, he'd have been a student from here, so and he'd have hung with the parents of the students. He didn't went to school, he didn't seen both sides of the fence, and he's a perfect example of separating. The hood from this to realize you giving back to care for the kids and treats not just the black kids, but all kids know they know every kid's name, know yeah. care about everybody's well being, no matter whether it's your race or this or whether you're poor or social class. He's is a great inspiration to a lot of us. And he replies to emails. I mean, you can write, you can, he has sent emails, he might not respond to 30 of his emails, he might not respond to, but as soon as you respond to one of them, he's he can still want to acknowledge them back. Yeah. He cares. He's a different breed. He's a different breed. Yeah. We asked Athena how she envisioned her future. Um, I want to be a doctor. So yeah. So I just want to be in school. So that's really my big plan to become a doctor. But if I don't, I just want to be like, I like a hairstylist or like a makeup artist or something. Yeah. My dream. Is for her to fulfill her dream. Yeah. You know, I know she wants to be a pediatrician. I know she wants to work with ba- get babies yeah. and kids. That's her gift. I evolve. I mean, I can't impose my will. The only thing I want her to do is like give the guy the blueprint. 
And then from there, she takes on and molds by her life. She has to make her own decision. He has to make his own decision what they want to be. I just hope that they make the best. We make the best of their choices. I don't know. You're, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be this. No, because that's not giving her her freedom to be her. We asked her if she knows other kids with similar situations. I don't think it's just like me in a situation like this. I think it's a lot of people in situations like this because we see it most all the time. I am fortunate because a lot of people don't be with their families when like home is, but I'm with mine like all the time. So I think I'm good like right now. To our surprise, Athena was right. We found out there are over 1.4 million K-12 kids who are homeless, and most of them are settling in shelters around the country. Athena is the lucky one among them, not only because of the support she receives from the people around her, but more importantly, her family is working toward the same goal. After being asked if there was something they would like to say to her audience, this is what they said. I'm just, I would just say do good in school before you come, before high school over. Because once high school like really over, you really just like in the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't run from your struggles. Embrace them. Yeah. Because you run from making it more difficult. It's always going to be a struggle. It's always, life's always going to be a struggle. Once once there's no more struggles, there's no more life. Working, working out. That's <laughs> it. going to be blessed with the opportunity to be successful. That's it. Thank you so much for doing yeah. this interview. I feel like I learned so much from like every interview that we do, but I feel like especially this one. I don't know. I mean, and that's part of the reason that we're doing it too, just to learn things from every single person. And I think that's so important because like you never realize how much someone has to share until you first like, actually talk to them. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the shortest interview we have ever done. I mean, she is a bit reserved and we were quite nervous about what to ask and what not to ask. However, we were exposed to just one more thing in the world, a first-hand experience with the issues and the living situations of people around the country and the resolve that drives them forward. After hearing her story, we started a GoFundMe fundraiser, hoping that one day, when she moves into her new home, she and her family can enjoy a housewarming gift. $1,000 is our goal. Please click the link in the description and any contribution can help.